Hey, 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 it's your favorite goddess, Sister Davis, aka The Wandering Goddess. Emphasis on the D because there's only what? You already know it, one me. Long time no speak. Oh my, y'all, honey, I have been, (laughs) I have been going through a few things, a multitude of things at the same damn time. But I'm here. I'm back like I never left. I might derail, might take an alternate route, but honey, please understand I'm always traveling. You can bet your last dollar on that. So I'm going to get right into it. So today's goddess proverb, and honey, it came to me like an epiphany. The goddess proverb. You break your own heart following, excuse me, y'all. You break your own heart falling in love with the potential of a person, especially when you try to conform them into your idea of what you want them to be. I'm going to repeat that for the stubborn bitches in the back. You, yes, you, take self-accountability, self-inventory. You, you person looking in the mirror, you listening to this, you having your humanly experience, you, pinch yourself, it's you, it's real. You break your own heart, falling in love with the potential of a person. The potential of a person, meaning you see greatness in them. They don't see greatness in themselves. Only you are seeing this, okay? The potential of a person. Especially when you try to conform them into the idea of what you want them to be. Conform them to change them into something that you want them to be. Okay, did you hear that? Is that clear? I wanted to make that very, very clear for the stubborn bitches in the back, okay? I want to hurt some feelings on this one because I'm tired of y'all. I am so tired of y'all. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. That is not love. That is not love. That is rooted in ego and pride. And, And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, goddess. I'm sorry to tell you this, to break it to you, to be the bearer of bad news. But there is no room for ego and pride and love. No, I learned that a long time ago. No room. Because where ego and pride lies, lies control. And we're going to get into that because this episode, honey, we're going to get into that. So I'm I'm going to skip back over that, but remind me a little later in the show. We're going to get back to that. Like, You shouldn't be spending an exuberant amount of time trying to change somebody. They are who they are. And I wish I knew how to do the effect so I can. They are who they are. Like, you know, the little echoey thing. Like, they are who they are. You can't change them. You cannot change them. Like, their interests are their interests. Not your interests. Their hobbies are their hobbies. Not your hobbies. Their dislikes are their dislikes not your dislikes. They don't have to dislike all the shit that you dislike. I don't know if you know that, but yeah, they don't. They don't. Like, 
their love language is their love language stop trying to love them in your love language love them in their love language have you even you narcissistic bitch have you even tried to figure out what their love language is and i'm speaking from a very 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 personal perspective like things that i have just been witnessing lately um have you tried to love that man in their love language or you know if you you know on the other side of the, of, of the team have you tried to love that woman in her love language like if the person you are with i'm sorry if the person you are with like doesn't make you feel fulfilled they are not for you i'm gonna repeat that one again if a person if the person that you are with doesn't make you feel fulfilled beloved they are not for you they are not for you and you need to release them so that they can go be with who they are supposed to be with release them and unfortunately we covered this in another episode unfortunately sometimes our role in somebody's life is to make them better get them ready and prep for the for who they really supposed to be with like if you feel like you got to put too much energy put so much energy into changing this man this woman they are not for you they are not for you please stop being selfish that's ego that's pride that's narcissistic that's selfish Y'all know I, I go in for the self-care being selfish, but the, at this moment, it's self-centered. And, and, and honestly, it's malicious. If you're not loving somebody for the sake of loving them because that's what you feel and know that they deserve, you shouldn't have, like, don't, you need to let them go. You need to let them go. You, you are not the woman for them. And honey, what you need to be doing is taking your ass to some damn counseling. You need to go see a counselor. You need some CBT. You need some psychotherapy. You need some DBT, maybe. Like, let that, let that man or that woman go. Like, they are not for you. You are not for them. And that is okay. Like, that is okay. Y'all hear me flipping through my pages because I got notes because I wanted to make sure I didn't forget absolutely anything because y'all are, ooh, honey. And and you know what? I've been here before. I've been here before. So I ain't going to act like, you know what? I'm going to show you. I'm going to be more gracious. I'm going to show y'all some grace and some mercy because we are all allowed to be where we are on our journey. We are. We all, we all are. So I'm going to give you that. But please, if that offended you, it might have been for you. It might have been something that you needed to hear. Your ancestors brought you here to this space, to this platform for you to hear it, okay? I want you to love yourself better. I want you to hold yourself more accountable. I want you to take self-inventory. Stop pointing the fucking finger and take accountability for the fact that you are just trying to force yourself to be in a relationship with somebody because your ass don't want to be alone. And if that is the case, Take your ass to therapy. You need to get on therapy for therapyforblackgirls.com, uh, therapy.com, whatever. You need to be calling. Matter of fact, yeah, let, let's let's go over that. How you can find a therapist, because I understand a lot of people don't know this. If you have insurance, there is a phone number on the back of your insurance card. You can call them. You can call the number. You know, press the little buttons, talk to the person, let them know what it is that you're looking for, and they will help you out, honey. They will even send you a list of all of your providers, okay? It's that simple. If you have a career, if you have a job who has an EAP, call the EAP. Let them know what your problem is. It is free. It is free. Call them. You get like 
some people get three, three. I want to say like, I've heard like the most three to eight sessions for free. So you can find, you know, deal with what you got, what you dealing with, let them know what the problem is and, and they can help you. And then you can, you can choose to continue with them or find somebody else. I'll give you, I will be honest that some of the people that you find on the EAP, they kind of like the bottom of the barrel. I'm not even going to lie. Um, that's been my experience, but yeah, get you some therapy, sis or sir. Like I love, I love you for real. And this is tough love. If you just with somebody, just because you want to be with somebody, um, and, and that person is not making you happy. You gotta, you gotta walk away. Why are you making that man or that woman miserable? That's selfish. That's sick. They got a whole disorder that they call that. You got, there, there's a whole diagnosis for that. It's in the DSM. Don't remember what the number is. You know, it, it changes, but yes, that, that, that is for you. So that's all. And that's that on that. That's on Mary had a little lamb. Mary had a billy goat. All of that. Like, please stop. Stop trying to force these people into these shapes. Baby, it's a it's a it's a triangle. It's a triangle. It ain't gonna it ain't gonna fit in that that square. Like, you gotta you gotta figure it out. You gotta let it go. Love yourself. So that's that on that. All right, moving along. My ancestors made me do it. And I'm dancing. Y'all can't see me, but y'all hear me moving around. I'm dancing because I am happy to share this. Um, This is a transparent moment. I am the queen of transparency, honey. I don't ask me why. That is just something that I have been called to do. That is a, that is, it is bitter. It's a bittersweet blessing, but it's something that I am happy that I do and I do it fearlessly. So I'm about to show you, share some real shit with y'all. So I'm hoping that, you know, your, your ears are open. Your heart is open. Um, and I don't care if you're judgmental. Cause I feel like a little like judgment can be healthy on some, t- you know, it can be healthy sometimes. So I'm a, I'm gonna keep it trill with y'all. I'm going to keep it. I'm going on hood. This is about to be real. So, whew. so like I have, I have a friend and I want to shout, shout her out. Hey, Carmen. I call her my guru. Like she's a person who got me in this whole spiritual journey. She like introduced it to me, honey. I still have this large box of crystals that she gave me when she shut down her business. Like she just gave them to me for free. And so I always, always, always want to give her her flowers and I lend her my most sacred ashe. But anyway, her mom recently reached out to me to order some of her Queen Rose collection with body souffle. By the way, they are in stock for a limited time. I have a limited quality uh, quantity, excuse me. I have the Coco Shea, which is for sensitive skin and also a sixth sense. And this is a, this is a scent that I created, um, actually on a new moon, um, a new me- new moon meditation, um, ritual for a new moon meditation ritual. So they are in stock. Um, please go check that out. The descriptions of them, um, is on the site. Um, uh, so yeah, go, go sell me out. Cause I need, I, I need y'all to sell me out and we'll get to the why I need y'all to sell me out. But anyway, like I have been in the worst or I have been having the worst moves lately. Like I have been severely depressed, like coming home, going straight to sleep, like getting in the bed at eight, falling asleep at eight 30. Um, just no motivation, no interest, not really even wanting to talk to anybody. Like 
like not even wanting to do anything. So I got this message and bless her heart because she sent me an email and I never even got it. Cause I just turned off my notifications to my business email. Like I had just, I needed, I just like, I just lost motivation to do anything. Like I was shutting down, hadn't even been recording regularly. Like I wanted to. So I'm sorry for that because a lot of y'all send me messages like, where's the new episode? Like, girl, we want to hear, we got, we want to hear what you got to say. Like, so that's what's been going on. Like, and I know y'all probably like, like you post pictures and stuff often on social media. And I just, honestly, that's a job for me. Like I do that to stay relevant because I am, I am aspiring to do a few other things with this platform and I got to keep, keep my face <laughs> and who I am in rotation. But I have been down in the dumps lately, like down in the dumps. But anyway, when her mom, um, hit me up, like it, it gave me like, it gave me some energy. Like she, like, I have no idea. It was so miraculous. And like I said, I'm giving that to my, giving that to my ancestors. Like as soon as she hit me up and she said something, I'm like, oh shit, the people are calling. They need me. This product is something that they love. And she said, she, she was like, nah, I don't want just one. I need a few of them. I need you to uh, whip me up three. I'm like, oh shit, if I do that, I might as well just go ahead and whip me up a, a few batches. So I got some in stock. But anyway, like, I needed that reminder that that I have so many people who love my product and it gave me motiva motivation. Like I got my ass up the next day. I told her like, hey, here's the center, the invoice. She paid. I went and got um, all my I had already had um, some raw butter in stock, um, but I, everything that I needed to go get as far as jars and everything, I got it and whipped it up and it's still in my refrigerator setting. I'm going to get that all shipped out because I had a few more. Um, orders as well that came in but yeah like i i needed that like when i tell you my ancestors are so dope like they are so like they send me constant reminders constant reminders when i get down in the dumps like that like i have learned that this is not something that's ever going to go away um and i'm not ready to kind of share most of that with you all i want to share that for a very 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 personal, very, um, sensitive topic. I want to, I want to wait, like, you know, spirit is telling me not to move on that yet. But what I will say is, you know, depression is, has been something that I've struggled with for a long time. And it's going to be something that I got to continue to like, kind of, you know, live with. Um, and I'm, and I'm learning. I'm, I am, I am learning my way. But when I tell you, I, I'm always, I'm so ready. I'll be ready to give up y'all. Like, but they keep me lifted and affirmed. Like they send me so many messages. Like I'm paying attention. Like I'm like, y'all, please. I need to hear you. I need to see you. I need to feel you. And it's, and it's so crazy. Cause it's almost instantly they come through and I, and, and look, obviously they feel like I'm deserving and I'm worthy. So I'm i I'm rolling with it. I am rolling with it. Like I have been in a financial bind, but also not in a financial bind. Like, you know, I'm so grateful that the universe has been aligned for me in that way. Um, been able to do certain things like pay certain credit, um, you know, credit cards off and owe debts and still, you know, have money saved. Like, I, but I didn't expect for what hit me to hit me. So, um, I am in therapy. I am a mental health awareness advocate and I advocate for therapy, um, 100%. And so I did not, 
factor in um, when some transitions were happening with me that I was going to lose my insurance. I thought I had coverage. I thought I had selected something early on in the process, but I did not. Well, currently, like I'm uncovered right now. That'll it'll kick back in April 1st. Um, and I, my, my therapy sessions went from, uh, $25 to $114 to make a long story short. Cause I don't want to go into that, but I was looking for support from people who are supposed to, who are supposed to support me when I need support. Um, however, I was let down, um, and I am unable to kind of afford that week, those weekly sessions with my therapist that cost $114 because I didn't factor that in. Like I'm living, living on my savings right now. Um, so I'm trying to be smart about things. So trying to keep everything, um, you know, kind of tight, but still be able to kind of enjoy my life at the same time. So, um, so yeah, so that didn't pan out. But when I tell you, like I said, y'all, my ancestors show out for me. My ancestors have blessed me and have accepted my tribe as their own, honey, because they use them. They ancestors, my ancestors, I feel like they are conspiring together. Every member in my tribe, our ancestors are conspiring together. The universe is conspiring for all of us. Like we are all like, and I'm so grateful for everybody. Like I had like, I don't, I'm not the type of person that can ask anybody for help. I don't like to do it. Like, because I don't ever want somebody to throw in their face what they've done for me. I've had that done by people who I love, who I hold near and dear to my heart. And it's just like, and, and shit, I was a kid, like things that should never been thrown in my face because I ain't, I couldn't help it. Like that didn't feel good to me. And so as an adult, I'm, I kind of let that come and it's, and it's toxic. I kind of let this spill over into my adulthood and me not really reaching out to people who I know will support me when I need it. But I, you know, I got the strength, got the courage, um, to reach out to a, a few people in my tribe and honey, without hesitation, they donated some money to me. They was like, what's your cash app? I woke up to surprise cash apps and I ain't talking about no little chump change. Like my people coming, been coming through for me. And then I got hit by another fucking train, like another, it, well, not, not literally figuratively, but I bet not say that because words have power and I don't want that to happen. That sounds very scary. But anyway, I, we had some snowstorms where I'm in Ohio. We had some snowstorms y'all and, um, I lost control of my car. Like, so let me tell you, I've been depressed. I've had low motivation no interest in doing things like I have like life I'm like take me like get me out of here and when I lost control of my car like you know survival mode kicked in I have a one you know I've had a luckily I've I have a great I've had great grandparents especially my grandmommy and my mama um, who she's deceased, but my grandmommy is still here. And I remember her teaching me, you know, if you ever lose control of your car, just, re- just, just, uh, stay calm and just steer in a direction and where you trying to go, like, don't panic. So I did that. But at the same time, I'm in my head, like having these thoughts of just like, girl, whatever it is, what it is, is going to be what it is. Like you about to crash. Like, okay, cool. Um, and some kind of way I have no idea. I, it was a truck right behind me too, and cars coming and I'm on a highway. This car, the, the truck behind me dodged every single lane that I went into. So y'all I'm literally swerving from lane to lane. This was a 
four lane highway at the at the I'm I went from each lane. Like and my car is literally what is that horizontally or vertically? I I can't remember. But anyway, my the front of my car is facing towards the goddamn the, the the concrete divider um and i ended up getting back in the lane that i started in i have it was so miraculous like i have no idea how i'm still here how nobody got hurt like it was amazing though that was my ancestors y'all that was my ancestors that's my grand my, my praying grandparents like like i was covered that day however my car got a little fucked up um, and I have been, I have been, uh, what I like to say, pussyfooting around and I needed to change my tires, uh, all four of them. So this guy that I have been dating, he was like, Hey, uh, he checked, he checked after that happened. I met him at the gas station and he confirmed, he like, yeah, um, your tires I bought, you need to get new tires. So unfortunately, like the money, the little money that people did donate to me, I did have to use that for that because, you know, my life in that moment, I realized and remembered that my life is precious. Um, you know, being in a depressive state, if you aren't, if you don't go through it, if you don't battle through it, like for real, for real, um, you, you, you would know when you, when you go through that, sometimes we go through moments and we just like, our, you know, our life is not precious. We don't feel that way. But in that moment, I was like, okay, I'm covered. I gotta, I gotta go do what I gotta do because Mariah, you want to live for real. Like you want to live that. No, don't think that type of stuff. Um, so yeah, I had to use the money for that. Um, but that was also a blessing. Like that was a blessing. But with that, with me not having to take that kind of like out of my personal funds, like I'm able to, you know, when my, I, I was able to get a therapy session scheduled for next month. So I've gone the whole month of February with no therapy, which is like, for me, that's a big deal. Um, but we're not going to touch on that. I'm, I want to wait because I, you know, I want to share that with y'all, but I wanted to be there at the right time. And I, and I needed to be, I need some support for that episode. And so I'm still working on that. I'm still writing, or I guess you could say producing um, that. But anyway, like, yeah, so my ancestors have, have, have definitely been showing out for me like that. That's my ancestors made me do it. Um, but on a higher note, like I want to end things on a higher note. Like they have also been you know, instilling in me or, or keeping me empowered and just make, I, I am so courageous these days, like so courageous. Y'all, I am throwing me a 30th birthday party. And if you know me, like, if you truly know me, you know, like I used to have the, the strongest fear of rejection. Like I didn't see what people saw me when they looked at me, when they talked to me, like I didn't see none of that great shit, but now like it's on and popping, honey. Can't nobody tell me anything negative about me. I love all of me, the light and the dark. So like I'm stepping out of my comfort zone or I guess my old comfort zone because I'm real comfortable. I feel real comfortable in it now. Like I, I can't wait. Like I am throwing me a prom. So I never had the opportunity. That opportunity, I will say, it, it was taken away from me. It was stolen away from me. And it, and that is something that, you know, it broke my heart. Um, and it sounds small, but it's not. It's a rite of passage. Um, and so I wasn't able ever to ever, ever able to go to prom. And I was waiting until I got married. Um, and I was going to have like the cute little reception be a prom theme. And, but I'm like, Mariah why are you waiting for somebody to give you something that you truly really want? Like you said you about that action now. So get, so be about that action. You got the means, 
you know, you, you got your career popping off back in the right, right uh, place. So throw yourself this prom. So guess what I've been doing? I have been organizing, prepping and planning uh, for this prom. Um, my ancestors have made a way because, honey, I didn't find you know, I ain't had no income, so financially, I'm like, How the hell am I gonna make this happen? However, they was like, oh, Okay, so this is what you do while you do have an income, you need to go ahead and put this deposit down on all these different things, and then we got you once we uh, once you get rolling. But you got to step out on faith, honey. The moment that I stepped out on faith, shit just started working for me, shit just started working for me. So I am throwing this prom, I can't wait. It's going to be the ultimate goddess experience. Um, I'm going to have a DJ there. Uh, shout out to DJ Big Baby. She's from Cincinnati. I'm so happy. We're going to keep the, the divine feminine energy real. So we got us a female DJ. I have um, a bartender, uh, Catch a Vibe bartending. So shout out to Brittany. Um what else? Who else? Who else? My one of my good friends is doing my cake. So they, uh, Danny's delectables. And shout out to her because baby, she said it, it was going to be a gift. Like I explained to her what was going on and she's gifting it to me. So shout out to you, Danielle. And I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, yes. Catering is by Cece. Oh, my God. If you're from Dayton, um, you know her food is bomb if you've had any any of it. Like, honestly, I ain't never had it, but I can look at the pictures and I can tell my ancestors and spirit is telling me that that shit is bomb. And my sister said it was good. And me and my sister both are foodies. So if she says it's good, it's good. And I cannot wait. Like, our we're having heavy hors d'oeuvres. We're going to have libations pouring. Like, I am excited. Like, this is going to be a whole production. I'm not charging anybody to get in. The only thing that I want people to bring is a bottle of champagne and wine why because i i consider myself a wine connoisseur these days um and i want that to be my gift like and i understand in 2021 unfortunately niggas don't know how to bring gifts to parties anymore or like it's so sad so if you want to get in and um you need to make sure you got my bottle period okay so and that's how mary had a billy goat okay <laughs> so but yes that is my ancestors made me do it. And I hope I didn't share too much with y'all. But we finna go ahead and uh, go to these this goddess vibe. The goddess vibe. So I got three songs on the goddess vibe. And one of them is nostalgic for me. I don't know if y'all know who Karina is. But Karina is, she was a YouTube sensation, a singer back in the day when, uh, like, shit, when I was in high school. And she has a song called Slow Motion. I need you to all to listen to this. If you are trying to manifest to, uh, what type of love that you want from, from whatever, your man, your woman, whoever it is that you're trying to get with, like, listen to this song. Please listen to the song. It, it is so beautiful. And that's Karina. And the song is Slow Motion. She's going to be a little light-skinned girl on a piano and with a red background. Um, then I got, oh my God, y'all, I told you I've been sappy. I've been in my feelings. So, you know, I got heartbreak anniversary and that's by Giveon. I need, I don't, I don't even need to say no more. Like if you know, if you are a true music listener, lover, you know who Giveon is and you know that this man's most recent album is amazing. I still got to listen to the rest of his music, but, uh, heartbreak anniversary by Giveon, please check that out. And then last but not least, we got Kenyon Dixon, Should Have Been You. I don't even know how I came across the song. I think my my um, my soul, my soulmate cousin. So we call each other soul cousin, PJ. Um, I think she sent this to me, but 
should have been you. Like that's another sappy song. Like I listened to it and probably cried like a thousand times. And that's probably what's wrong with me. I, y'all, I I do. It's just a part of it's a part of my therapy. Like I gotta sit in my feelings, like really sit in them. And I know when I'm over something is when I listen to the songs and I no longer and I am no longer triggered um into just being emotional. So um yeah that's Karina slow motion heartbreak anniversary by Giveon and Kenyon Dixon should have been you please check those out I will put those on my story um yeah so that's the goddess vibe now we finna get into this show I'm kind of a little I'm a little tea because I wanted uh, somebody to join the goddess panel to kind of like talk about this with me because I need to talk to somebody of, with about this shit because y'all ain't gonna never believe what just happened to me on one of my most recent dates but we we we, we finna get in we finna get into this show okay all right all right all right moving on so I'm pretty sure you know, all the gods and goddesses tuned in. I'm pretty sure that y'all are, you know, pretty smart, intelligent people. Cause I think only intelligent people like podcasts. I think you could, like, I feel like y'all people who love podcasts are the upper echelon of people. Y'all all right with me. Like I, I love y'all. Um, but I'm gonna give y'all a few little definitions. So moving on, I, I wanted to highlight something that's very important. And I want, cause I'm, I'm all about healthy relationships now, uh, whether that's platonic or romantic. So I want to talk a little bit about leadership versus ownership. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead. I got my phone now. So give me a minute. Cause I got sprint and they be fucking up. So whew, let's see if this load. All right. So the definition for leadership is the action of leading a group of, of people or an organization, the state or position of being a leader the leaders of an organization, country, whatever. Y'all hear all of that. That's the definition. It was multiple definitions that's sitting right here in front of me. So that's leadership. Now for the ones who are a little bit challenged, we're going to do the definition of ownership. Okay. Ownership. And not only for the ones that are challenged, let's some of the, for the ones that need to be enlightened as well, um, because I'm hoping that somebody in a relationship and in, in this and they are under ownership. I'm hoping that this enlightens you and um, you gather the strength to get all your shit and get the fuck up and leave. OK, the act, state or right of possessing something, i.e. the ownership of land. Uh, kind of like how um, the nation owned slaves, how masters owned slaves. Think about all the things that you that masters uh, did to slaves or sla- what slaves had to do when they were under the ownership of slaves. They were property, um, not people. So that's leadership versus ownership, okay? All right, so I, I, I want to list something to you because I, I gave this, you know, I'm, I'm dating and I guys you know they want to ask the same fucking questions what are you looking for so i'm gonna remind y'all again of the things that i said that i was looking for okay so consistency security honesty loyalty leadership and that's in all caps protection effective communication emotional intelligence vulnerability patience confidence respect 
it means everything to me to be heard and supported. It means everything to me to have my love language understood and translated every single day. Now, that's an excerpt of a message that I sent a guy, um, an older guy, too. So, um, and I want to highlight that after I sent this, um, this fucker had the nerve to screenshot it to me with it highlighted, the leadership highlighted in yellow. So mind you, I had already highlighted leadership in all caps because that is important to me. The man for me knows leadership, okay? Like, I need the man for me to lead my household. He is the head and not the tail, okay? He is the head and I am the neck. That is what the man for me looks like. I've explained that in great detail um, when it, why leadership is important to me because I have to be an alpha female out in this world with my career and what I do. I have, I have a bachelor's in criminal justice and I also have a master's in behavioral science. So I do work, um, with people. And when you work with people, you, you, you gotta be tough. You gotta be strong. You gotta be firm or you gonna get rolled over because unfortunately, hurt people hurt people and the type of people that I work with are the disenfranchised um and they are you know less privileged um than you know some th certain things that I know that I've been privileged um with and so they kind of you know I will, I will say are kind of like less fortunate than I am and you and and they've been through things so they're they're tough so when I get home, I don't want to be that same alpha female. I don't want to be out in the world having to be so aggressive and so dominant and have to do that in my home as well. And my past relationships have taught me that. That was exhausting. So I need the man to know, for me to know how to lead. And I say this to say, because one of the tenets that I hold clear, near, near and dear to me. And it came to me in a dream with like an epiphany. Okay. Like my ancestors put this shit in my head and it stuck with me. It's up and it's stuck. If a man can't even plan a proper fucking date, then how can I trust him to lead in our relationship? So yes, the title of this episode is the hell date leadership versus ownership because I wanted to touch on these two things so I'm gonna say this again for me as for me in my house if a man can't even plan a proper date then how can I trust him to lead in our relationship like planning a date is an art form to me like and it's a non-negotiable like a non-negotiable like if you are taking interest in me means that I am seeing that I know that you have been vocal about that. Your actions show that and you have asked me out on a date. I expect for a man who can lead to be able to plan a proper fucking date. Is that so hard to ask for? You ask me out. So you ask me to set aside some time in my day for you. So you should be very intentional. You should be very thorough. You should be very detailed. At this point, you already can tell the caliber of woman I am. We've already talked about interest and everything because I'm not a small talker, okay? I get straight to the point. I'm, I'm straight to the what the fuck do you want? I need to weed out, um, you know, if you're going to be wasting my time or not, okay? So, yeah. 
whew, I'm getting worked up, y'all. I had the date from hell. The date from hell. Like, I thought I was on an episode of, of Hell Date. Like, I'm like, Ashton Kutcher, where are you? Like, am I being punked? Like, something is happening. So, I went out with this guy. Y'all, I just be doing shit. I just be doing shit because I, I got I to tell on myself. I went on a date with this motherfucker twice. Not only was it twice, I went on a date with him two, two days in a row. So Saturday and Sunday. Even though all the red flags was flying and I already knew, yeah, it's a no. My ass wanted to do some more research just to see. Like, okay, well, maybe I was dreaming. Like, maybe, let's see. But no. No. So... Having the first initial conversation with this guy, because I met him on the app. I am on a dating app. I am not uh, too proud to say that. I am not, you know, we we live in a in a, in a world where dating apps are, are, are a thing. And we've been in a pandemic. I'm in a new city. So, um, yes, I utilize dating apps. Why am I even explaining that? Because fuck y'all if you got something to say about it. Um, I'm not ashamed of it. But anyway, um. Yes, I met him on a dating app. And, you know, what I'm learning, the culture is, you know, because um, there are, uh, there is a a number of um, transgender um, people who are also on this app. And, you know, there are some heterosexual guys who, you know, they want to make sure that um, the woman that they are messaging is, you know, is born a woman um, and, you know, is a woman. I'm not trying to offend anybody. I don't know the, the politically correct terms to say. So if um, you want to teach me, teach me. But I ask you to come correct because I'm not above cussing your ass out. Okay. No matter who you are. So anyway, they do this thing. You know, we, we, we message back and forth and they're like, hey, can we FaceTime? Can we do something? You know, just so I want to confirm that you don't have an Adam's apple. So I'm like, okay, cool. Here's my number. I either give him my Google voice number or my FaceTime, depending on how, you know, attracted I am to this person, how the conversation is going. Well, I FaceTime this guy. And we talked for um we talked for a nice amount of time. Like he had great conversation. He seemed kind of confident, had some bravado. Seemed like he seemed like he was about his business. He like I got my own place. I got a nice car. Blah blah fucking blah. Right. So I'm like okay cool. Um. However, there were initial red flags because I am 29. I do not have children and I do not think that I'm going to ever have children. Um, And that's just because I haven't met a man who makes me feel secure enough to want to have his babies. Like having somebody's child is not something that I take um, lightly because um, childhood trauma is real and I'm a product of that. Like I, I, I have experienced that. And another one thing is I want to make sure that I heal my own childhood trauma before I have kids. But anywho. So he has kids and they're very young kids and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to go on the specifics and go put, you know, cause I want to talk on his kids. Cause I think this guy's a, is a, he crazy and I don't have time for that. So we're talking and you know, we, we plan a date and he's like, okay, cool. I got you. Like I tell him I want to do, he wanted to do X throwing. He told me he knew a place. Okay, cool. That's the plan. So I'm expecting for all you need to do is tell me at this point, um, where to show up at. Cause I'm not a pick me up on the first day kind of person. Cause niggas is crazy. And I've been victimized, um, multiple times. So I, uh, I don't play that. Like I'll get me there and I'll get me home. I'm the person I'm sending my location to my friends. I'm keeping it on. Matter of fact, I still have my location on for my friends because I am serial dating and I don't want to ever forget. But anyway, comes date time, right? 
this motherfucker is texting me as if he just don't remember the fucking plan. And I'm like annoyed. If you know me, I I'm I get easily annoyed. Like what I'm giving y'all right now, I'm I'm pretty sure y'all feel like I'm being real aggressive. I am like right now because I I'm fed the fuck up. I am fed the fuck up. Okay, y'all. So it's time for the date. And then he goes and he says, Hey. You want to just meet me at Easton? Mind you, that's not a fucking plan, but I'm like, okay, cool. I'll meet you up at Easton. In my mind, I already knew that the place where we were going to be meeting was Adobe Gillis, um, the little Mexican restaurant. I'm, I'm knowing that that's where it's um, going to be. Um, just because I'm intuitive and that's what... We don't need to go there. Y'all know. You know me, y'all know. Well, when we get there, you know, he's looking all cute, whatever. He's looking cute. Um, and But I can tell something's off about him. And he eventually, I already knew what it was. And so he eventually spoke and he said, I'm just nervous. So, you know, me being the nurturing feminine woman that I am, I said, okay, come over here. Let's sit down. I sit down and I take his hand and I'm rubbing his hand. I said, you don't have to be nervous. I'm, I'm, I'm a woman. I'm a human. It's okay. We here. So then he's like, okay, cool. I feel better. We want to go into Adobe. So I'm like, well, duh. I'm pretty sure that's where we was going anyway. We go in there and we sit down and like, you know, he sits across from me, you know, COVID. We trying to, but we can't hear each other because it's loud as fuck in Adobe Gillis. So it's not a place that you should really fucking go on a first date. But honestly, I don't consider this as a first date. I really feel like this was a meet and greet because we did meet each other off the app. And I feel like those first little dates that you go on are really just meet and greet. So it's cool. I just don't like it because the food is cheap. Um, and the liquor, the drinks are, they are expensive and, but I don't ever get a buzz from them. Um, so he ends up coming over. Like, I'm like, come sit next to me. Like we can't hear. So you can come sit next to me and we're talking and we're talking. Now, you know me, like I told y'all, I don't like small talk because I feel like that wastes time. I don't want to talk about how your day, uh, how's the weather, how did your day been at work, like none of that. Like, and I, I'm like, I'm gonna take that back. If I ask about your day and how you are, I'm asking how you truly are and about your day. Like, I want you to go into details. And if you, if you are a person who just like gives me like the bare minimum, you just say some more, like I'm already just over it because I don't like to waste my time. So I'm asking him all of these, you know, these questions because I want to get to the root of it. Like, okay, so what you about? Um, this motherfucker goes on to say that one of his expectations when he's with someone is that they check in with him every hour on the hour. And I'm like, hmm, I'm all for communication to let you know that I made it somewhere safe and that I'm all right and I'm alive. But I ain't as submissive as I aspire to be in my relationship. I ain't checking in with you every hour on the hour. You ain't finna tell me that's what I'm about to do when I'm away from you because that is not leadership. That is ownership. You have that expectation of me because you want to control me because you are insecure. Because somewhere down the line, somebody done hurt you, somebody done cheated on you, and now you want to try to control the narrative and make sure that shit don't happen. No, that bitch is not I. Okay. So at this point, I'm like, I call, I'm calling them. I tell them that's toxic. That's unhealthy. So to add fuel to the fire, because now I'm seeing what type of man he is, I'm really asking the question. So I said, well, 
I have a male friend. How do you feel about women that you're with having male friends? When I tell you, I couldn't even get the sentence out. He like, nope, 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 nope. So I'm like, hmm. Well, I have a male friend who I consider a brother and he's very important to me and I am never giving him up. Like I prioritize him when he comes in town. Um, you know, if I can see him, like he's a priority for me. I love him. That's my brother. It, you know, it's never been anything that it should not be like, it is what it is. So he's still like, nope, nope, nope. I, I guess that's just something I said, you know, that's control. That's control. That's toxic. Are you toxic? Like I'm asking him this at this point. He's like, no, it's not that. And I'm just like, well, what is it? You can't give me any explanation as to why you think that if I get with you, I'm supposed to give up my life before you. I get being respectful of the relationship and not crossing certain boundaries, but I'm not getting rid of those that I love to appease you because I don't believe in compromise. I don't. Compromise for me is somebody that you love, somebody that you want to be with is requiring you to give some, give up something that you love or sacrifice something that you love in order to appease them for the greater whatever good of the relationship. I think that that's toxic. I believe in collaboration. I believe that if one of, if we have an issue, we have a problem, it's us against the problem. We sit down, we talk about it and we figure it out. But that does not, that will never mean that I'm going to compromise. I will never, I don't believe in that. I think that that is toxic. I think that people push that narrative because unfortunately we live in a society um, that definitely is built on control, domestication um, and everything else. But I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just saying it is what it is. So you got to call a thing a thing. Um, so then, you know, I'm just flabbergasted at this point because everything he's saying is just like toxic as hell. So then to add fuel to that fire. So then I say to him, then I bring up another scenario. I said, well, I have, you know, my friend, my friends who I got, who I dubbed the tribe. I said that to him. I said, we may randomly decide one day we want to go on a little road trip. And what you think I'm about to ask you for permission to go? But like, this is not that I'm, I'm still a grown woman. I'm still going to make sure that we don't have anything planned. Like I'm going to check and, you know, have that conversation with you. But if I want to go, I'm going to go and I'm going to let you know. And he's like, well, then I'm going with you. You're not going with me on a girl's trip. Mind you, I ain't, I'm not in a space right now where I want to do a bunch of girls trip. Like, cause I'm trying to, I'm trying to go uh, get flued out and have a bunch of just like real rich sex and hot in hotels with with my one man when I find him but anyway because you to be honest like my friends ain't gonna be able to find me once I find one for a little while once I give me a man yeah we gonna we gonna be doing a lot of traveling because I love hotel sex don't tell my dad that um but anyway <laughs> hope he's not listening <laughs> Whew, so anyway um so then he says well why can't it just be me and you for a little while where we don't worry about nobody? It ain't nothing. Another red flag. This nigga trying to get me to my to himself, trying to get me to isolate myself from my family and friends. Oh, hell no. Hell, hell no. So I said, I will never lose myself in another relationship, sir. So if that's what you're after, that will never happen. 
So he like, nah, nah, but he just contradicting himself. Like he, I'm pretty sure he's just never had a conversation with someone like me who just, I'm, I'm coming out the bat. Like you would think I've been knowing this man for years and I feel comfortable just talking to him how I was talking to him. Cause I was just like, at this point, no, I know how, how I got to do you. I know how I got to talk to you. I got to handle you. See, I got to be that aggressive bitch that's out in the world. Um, instead of the submissive woman that I want to be for my man. So, uh, so um, he like, ah, oh, well, see, you you thinking like a single woman right now. So, but when I wait, wait till when 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 I get you, we you ain't gonna you ain't gonna be thinking about that. I'm gonna take care of you. I'm gonna take care of you though. And I'm just like, hmm. So backstory, he gets to the, we get to, to the conversation about what happened with him in his last relationship. He talks about how his ex was a stay at home mom. She didn't work. Blah fucking blah. So that's a woman that you can control, unfortunately, because she ain't got shit to lose. Ain't got shit to. Well, she do have shit to lose if if you walk away. She lose everything because she ain't got her own money. Um, and I guess he said, you know, she didn't want to help out. She didn't want to work. So he they broke up or whatever, whatever the situation was. So I'm like, hmm. So you out here thinking you about to find you a woman who's about to let you control her. But yet she's still independent in her own right. And I'm like, sir, I don't need you. I, I, I will want a you. <laughs> it makes sense now, Brie. Brianna, I want a you. <laughs> okay, y'all. Mm, excuse me. But anyway, so yeah, I want, you know, a man in my life. But there's certain things that I'm just not going to compromise to get him. I'm not desperate anymore. That bitch is dead and gone. Like, so then, you know, he asked to we were in the, we were in different parking garages. And so I had him drive me to my car for some reason, this motherfucker just keeps asking me to smoke. And I'm like, that was a red flag because my ex was a fucking addict and that's all they wanted to do. And I am not getting myself in another situation where somebody cannot think without having to smoke. This person went uh, a couple years, just lying behind my back and had been smoking the whole entire relationship. And, um, using money that could have been going towards bills that they weren't helping me with. So I, I will never go back to somebody who is dependent on any type of drug. I don't care. Small. You can be addicted to marijuana. You can. So that was a red flag. Cause I'm just like, sweetie, you are on a date with a goddess, like with a queen, um, with a woman, with a lady. Okay. Why do you keep asking me to smoke with you? And this is my first day out with you. I'm not smoking with you. Number one, because one thing I will, I will, I do not want to be a victim of is somebody lacing, um, some type of, you know, whatever, whatever they giving me is being laced. And then I'm being victimized. That is my biggest fear. So it's just, he just kept asking y'all when I tell you we got in that car and then he drove, he drove me, um, to my car. Like he, like his whole little personality changed when he was in the car. It's almost like he thought he was cool or something. I don't know. But anyway, he asked me if we could go out the next day. And my dumb ass agreed. Cause first this motherfucker's like, I want to spend the whole entire day. I want to, as soon as you wake up and when you go to sleep. And he's like, you know, um, I know that I got this favorite pizza place. You know, set made a plan, made a whole fucking plan, y'all. Had a whole plan. So we had, we, we got a plan rolling. Like I'm thinking we got a plan. So I'm like, okay, cool. I give him another chance. Like he, he, at least he's just trying to plan this shit. Y'all Sunday come I'm texting and mind you, he's texting like he understands. So then I'm like, okay, cool. Like what time? 
the whole fucking plan just like like he forgot like oh that's what we doing yeah that's what that's what the message is saying so frustrated i should have just canceled but i just went so i show up to the location say a location we get not get in this car because he wanted to drive and he's driving me around and you know I am from an inner city, like I have lived in the hood, but I am not of the hood. And that is not somewhere that I frequent. That's not somewhere that I want to be. Like I have done certain things in my life to make sure that I don't ever have to live there. Um, I love the people from there. I love the people who live there. I don't think I'm better than any of them. It's just not somewhere that I love to be. Like I'm an aesthetics person, honey. I like to be downtown in the posh areas. Like I love to be in the little suburb, the little downtowns in the suburb areas. Like I, I just love that. That's just me. Um, and so he's driving me around and I had to make sure that I made a disclaimer. Like, I'm thinking that we're going to the place that we said we were going. No, he don't even have a fucking plan. He fixes his mouth to ask me if I want some damn Chinese food. Uh, no, I don't eat Chinese food. So I'm like, no, I like, you know, Japanese or Thai, but I don't eat Chinese. Okay. Well, then he starts like, he starts like trying to turn. <laughs> so if you live in Columbus, then you know that there's different parts of Morse Road. So let's just say the the left of part of the left turning left on Morse Road, you was going back into the hood. Turning right, you was going towards the eastern area and Gahanna area, whatever. So I'm an eastern area, Gahanna area kind of girl. Like you could take me out there. He turned left. So I had to give him a disclaimer like, hey, I don't eat chain restaurants and I know wherever you're going this way, I'm not going to like. So you might want to rethink kind of where we going. I'm not trying to be difficult. I just, that's just me. I don't eat them. So this is why you should have had a plan. Um, so whatever. So we ended up driving around in a fucking circle. I feel like twice. Then he eventually finds in his head, comes up with a place where he wants to go. And it's his hibachi restaurant on Cleveland Avenue, still in the fucking hood. And and I don't say that, trying. I promise you I'm not elitist. I promise I'm not. But there's just certain places I don't, you're not going to take me uh, when we first start dating. Because that that's not how we going to set the tone. Like, you know, but anyway, he takes me there. We get to talking again, and he's still saying toxic shit. In the car, this nigga fixed his mouth to sell to tell to me, well, I guess we'll go out to eat today, but don't be expecting me to take you all out to eat all the time. We ain't, we ain't doing that. So I said, excuse me? Any man, and I said this, any man who thinks he's going to be dating me, he's going to be dating me. He's going to be courting me. He's going to be taking me out. Because that is your fucking investment. That's how I know that you are are you are serious. Even if, if your goal, if you're still on some bullshit and your goal is just to have some sex, nigga, you're going to pay for it. I'm sorry. Like, shit, you're going to have to wine and dine me before you, before you get to that point. Um, But that... I don't even know why I'm trying to explain my... Th- that is what it is, and that's how Mary had a little lamb. So... We're, we get there, of course, he's still saying the toxic shit and he, you know, he's making little references to like me coming over and just watching him play the game. And I'm just like, no, I'm not coming over just to watch you play the game. Like that's like, that's what he like. That's what's going, what's going to be. So you got me fucked up. So because I said leadership, you took like, you took that as me wanting somebody who was going to control me. No, that is totally different. And ladies, please pay attention to this. Please pay attention to these things. Like submission is not about control. It's not about compliance. 
like I feel like submission is is a is a very feminine is a feminine energy and it's something that I that I to the core of me embody that is something that I aspire to be for my man but that man has to make me feel emotionally mentally psychologically safe and secure meaning he respects me Meaning he doesn't talk to me crazy. He asks me before he does. Like he checks in with me. He communicates effectively with me. He doesn't belittle me. He doesn't make me feel like I have to compromise things that I love, people I love, places I love. He doesn't make me feel like I have to be focused on him 100%. He supports me in everything that I do. Pay attention to that. And I am just so glad that I am not the bitch that just just let just go with the flow of no mm -mm. you guys you mm -mm. so pay attention to that leadership versus ownership like and and i'll give you give you fellas some tips like when you ask a girl out a woman out have a plan if you don't have a plan then and there that's fine but make sure you plan when you ask her out, y'all pick a date, you give her a time. If she's comfortable with you picking her up, pick her up. If, if, if she's going to meet you there, she's going to meet you there. Have some roses. Open the door. Like, be, be chivalrous. Like, I don't, like, I don't, I don't believe chivalry is dead. I believe that there are some men out there that, that really have, what we are looking for. I know that the man for me is out there. I feel it. I feel like he might be a little bit, he's a little close. Um, I just, there's still some work that I need to do and there might be still some work that he needs to do. And I feel like, you know, just it, it, be patient ladies. Cause I, I'm tired of us getting into these relationships with these men who just want to control us. We are not to be controlled. We are not to be, we are not meant to be controlled. Contrary to Abrahamic beliefs, like, you are your own woman. You are your own person, baby. You are God. You are a goddess. And that's why I created this platform. I created this platform for us because we have forgotten who the fuck we are. So please, like, like pay attention to that. And so... I'm running out of time now. I got a minute left, but I hope that you all enjoyed this. Again, follow me on Instagram at The Wandering Goddess. You can find me on Facebook at Sister Davis. That's S-I-S-T-A Davis. I will put all of my contact information in the show notes. I am creating a uh, Sex and the City series that I want some ladies and some men to be a part of. If you want to join that, please check out my social media handles. I have all of that information there and I will also put it in the show notes, but please love yourself. Be patient with yourself. Show yourself grace and mercy. Um, just be careful out here because it's people out here who, excuse me, I'm so sorry, y'all. That was nasty. I just ate some good food. Sorry. But anyway, there are people out here who are just trying to control you and I don't want that to be you, but I lend you all my ashe. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see y'all next time. Bye.